Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hello, gorgeous friend, and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. I am very excited to talk to you as always, but I have to tell you something funny. Normally, I don't listen to these episodes um, back once I record them in the studio. I don't really ever see or hear them ever again, but occasionally I'll be in my car and one of something else I'm listening to ends and then my podcast pops up and sometimes I'll listen to it. And I was listening to one of them the other day and I was like, oh, this is really, yeah, good point, Denise. And, um, and then I had all my family in the car for something and it came on and they were like, oh, and I thought, how embarrassing. I listened to my own podcast. But no, I, I think it's pretty good. So yeah, you know, share it with your friends. Anyway, what we are talking about today is um, I want to share some things that I struggle with in business, even as a multi-millionaire fancy business lady, because so many times you're sitting there at home or listening to this and business can be very lonely. Business can be very isolating. And we often think that we're the only ones who are struggling with mindset issues. And you're not. You're absolutely not. And what I want to really emphasize by the end of this episode is that nobody is perfect in business. You don't have to be perfect in business. And the good news is that Thing, some things will be easier for you, but the bad news is that you are always going to have money, mindset issues, confidence issues, visibility issues. None of that really truly goes away. But as I always tell you, you do not need perfectionism to be successful. You don't need to be perfect to make money. Um, so, But I want to tell you some specifics of things that I still struggle with in business because I want you to not feel alone and and some of the things I struggle with will be things that you have mastered and, and vice versa. So a big thing that I struggle with, ironically, because we just spoke about it, is perfectionism. Um, I am a Virgo. I am prone to perfectionism for sure. But I think everyone's perfectionism is is slightly different. And I'll tell you one, you know, for me, you know, I grew up in a very um, insecure, unstable way. And so I think my perfectionism can sometimes come from a, a feeling of wanting to be in control, wanting everything to be okay. And there's a lie that we tell ourselves when we're perfectionists is if I get everything perfect, then it will all be okay. If I can control everything, it'll all be okay. And so I can get very perfectionist about things and, and feeling like if, if everything's just in its place, um, then everything will be okay. And it's, it's not. And often perfectionists are so hard on themselves. You know, I don't feel like I've ever put anything out that I've gone, oh my God, that's 100% perfect. Because as a perfectionist, you're always looking for those bits that aren't. Now, where this impacts, um, it impacts my team as well. So especially my husband, Mark, who is in the business, you know, he sometimes feels like nothing he does is ever good enough as well. Often with my team, you know, I, I will kind of think, oh, if it's 80%, fine. I didn't, you know, I didn't have to do it myself. And my team have got very high standards, which is great, but I'm not shy in telling my husband when something isn't perfect. So he must feel like, you know, nothing he does is ever good enough too. And sometimes with perfectionism comes this um, hand in hand of this feeling of 
cool, you've done that, on to the next thing. And so you never even celebrate and go, well done, you know, that was great because it's always like, nope, on to the next thing now, you know, let's let's go. And so it, there's a feeling of like never being content, I think, that I, I struggle with a little bit. You might feel the same. And let me tell you that that's probably not going to go away completely as you make more money. So you can just let yourself make money now, even though you're not perfect, even though your website's not perfect or your course isn't perfect yet. Um, it's better to launch something that's imperfect and help people and, and tweak it that way rather than waiting for it to be perfect before you launch. And I think that's actually something I am okay at. I'm okay with launching things, but I have to accept in my mind that I'm always going to have that feeling of dissatisfaction. But you may as well have dissatisfaction with money than dissatisfaction and never have launched something. More money is always better than no money. Um, one of the next things I struggle with is needing to be liked. You know, and I think some people think that I don't have that because I seem pretty chill and, you know, I like myself. I really try and work on um, my self-esteem. You know, I, I get coaching, I get therapy. But I still, deep down, I still, of course, want people to like me. Um, I, I hate when I hear that people aren't happy with, you know, something that we've done. Um, I hate when I get haters. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good, of course. And I see a lot of people who don't progress in their business because they just are so worried about that first criticism, that, that first refund request that they don't even get started. And it is an inevitable part of business that you cannot please everybody all of the time. And that really sucks. But I just want to acknowledge that that's just a normal feeling. Of course, we want to be liked. And you might be almost deliberately holding back your business because you think a bigger business means more haters or more people being unhappy with you. And that can be true just because the numbers work out that way. But I would say for me, I have gatekeepers to help me with that because it's not healthy for me to see every little thing that someone's disgruntled about, right? So the, the way I protect myself from that is I don't go searching for negative feedback. I don't Google myself to see who's bitching about me online. And I have seen friends do that and they get really upset and it can be very derailing because um, no one wants to see, like, I don't know, you know, people have got criticisms about your body or your face or your accent or your, your voice or your whatever, they will, that's just a fact of life, right? But don't go out seeking for it. So I I don't really read reviews. Um, I found myself on Amazon the other day. I had to look up my book for something and I just – sometimes I go, oh, I wonder where it's ranking at the moment. And then I was like, I wonder what people are saying about the book. And I I had to just nope out of there because <laughs> it's always just like, oh, I don't like that she swears or something like that. And I go, oh, oh. <laughs> but I'm like – but that is me and other people like it. But of course, we tend to look at the negative feedback and take that way more personally than the positive stuff. So don't go out looking for it. Don't read your unsubscribe reasons why people unsubscribe from you. It's okay just to not live in a bubble, but you don't have to go seeking seeking it. And as your business gets better, uh, bigger, sorry, you can have gatekeepers to go through your inbox. Um, you know, I have assistants in different time zones to me. So they have a first pass at everything in my social media inboxes. Because if someone's sending me a message going, you suck, well, I don't need to see that. Like, well, who cares? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Um, so they can go through that. They can answer any questions that need to be answered. Um, they can, you know, do all that stuff. So when I come in, it's nice and clean kind of thing. 
and you know you can have people to go through your email inbox and things like that but I just want to acknowledge that everyone wants to be liked and sometimes that can be hard this next one is um totally related and it's setting boundaries you know sometimes people call me the boundary queen my friends go oh Denise is so good with boundaries and I struggle just like anyone else with boundaries and I always recommend you go and check out my friend Randy Buckley Randy with an I Buckley and she's on Instagram she's has a course but she talks about boundaries for kind people and I remember I didn't do her course for like two years because I I was like but I'm not kind (laughs) I'm not a kind person (laughs) And I just kept, I just had that underlying feeling that setting boundaries makes you a bitch. And Randy is just so good at reminding you. And recently she she said to me, Denise, you've got a kind heart. And it made me want to cry because I just thought, no, I still feel like setting boundaries is mean and, and horrible. So just, you know, I do struggle with setting boundaries as well and saying, saying no, which is the next one, saying no. Um, I struggle a lot with saying no. One, because I feel like I can do everything. Two, I'm a little bit good at a lot of things and I want to be helpful. I want to be helpful. And so you'll probably do that as well. See where you are saying yes to things you should be saying no to or yes to things you should be saying maybe to. And that's a big lesson I had to learn. Um, I would say yes and then I'd go, what have I done? I actually can't do that. And I hated to go back and renegotiate or say Um, hang on, which Randy helps with as well. But um, saying no can be so, so hard. And I had to actually have like a little copy and paste to say, hey, look, you know, that's not my area of expertise. (laughs) That hurts me even saying that. Because again, I'm a little bit good at a lot of things. And I could learn if I needed to. But it was just like, oh, no, good luck with that. And then having to resist the urge to try and solve the problem for them, to go, oh, let me find a course for you. Let me recommend a book. Let me find something for you. Let me solve this problem even if I can't do it. Um, And I see this at all levels of business, this inability to say no. And that can get us into so many pickles, right? Because then we we distract ourselves. We do things outside of our zone of genius. We... Um, we look take care of other people rather than ourselves. Okay, let's take a quick break because I need a little tea break and um, we'll come back. I've got so many more things that I struggle with in business. Hopefully this has been helpful for to you and I've got so many more to come. All right, see you after this very quick break. Hi, I'm Allison Jacobson. I'm in Wilton, Connecticut in the United States and I'm a coach for women in midlife who want to get past their fears and self-doubts to live a life of confidence and success. I've been reading Denise's Chill and Prosper book, and once again, as with all her other books, it's inspiring me and getting me past my money blocks so that I feel good about providing value to everybody while accepting money and getting past my money blocks. So thanks, Denise. Hi, I'm Beck Watts. I have a skincare e-commerce store, and I'm from the Gold Coast, Australia. I found Denise firstly with Get Rich Lucky Bitch book and then of course now with Chill and Prosper. So many lessons, so many takeaways, love them both to death and really love the fact that um, just get it out there. Just can't sell anything if it's not there. So you can tweak and perfect later on but just get it out there and get it out to the world and share your gift. Thanks Denise, been awesome. Bye. 
Okay, welcome back. So these are things that I struggle with in business, even as a multimillionaire. Remember, just because someone's making money doesn't mean that they're perfect. And I struggle with a ton of stuff. Okay, so the next thing I struggle with is um, estimating time. And yes, I've written a book called Chill and Prosper. Make sure you pre-order it. Make sure you buy it. Get those bonuses. Um, by the way, I'll tell you that URL now. It's at denisedt.com slash prosper. And that's where you can get all of the bonuses for my book. Um, I just added a really cool one recently, and it is um, affirmations for millionaire mindset. Really cool. Anyway, go do that. Um, but estimating time for me is is really tricky. And so I often layer in too much. I say yes to things and because I think I can do it all. And I really have to watch myself all the time because it's um, I just take on too much. I have completely unrealistic expectations of how long things are going to take to deliver. You know, I, I know I can sit and record, you know, 50 videos in a week, but I completely underestimate how long it takes for them to then be rolled out by my team, to be edited and things like that. So I can be um, both for myself, but also for my team, completely unrealistic expectations. And some of that is my ADHD um, which is a very common thing. We have no idea. We just manipulate time and space and just get it done. And that can come at a really great cost. Um, one, in the pre-worrying, even when I'm not doing it, I'm like, how am I going to get all that done? And then in the adrenaline rush of getting it done, which is obviously probably not good for your body. And then, you know, the cost to that of sometimes, uh, you know, not being able to spend as much time with my kids or not being present um, with my family because I'm always thinking about that that next thing and then you know there's other people involved and have to hustle and and do that as well so yeah big 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 thing for me is estimating time um and one tip on that is sometimes I just have gatekeepers again in my inbox in my social media things so when someone goes hey Denise can Denise come on my thing my team can say no sorry she doesn't do that whereas if it came to me sometimes I'll just go oh yeah I can totally do that why not because I cloned myself somehow. Yeah. Okay. So the next one that I struggle with might surprise you um, is confidence. You might think that I'm a always confident person and that's not true. You know, I have insecurity around my work often. Um, you know, am I saying the right thing? Am I helping enough people? Am I being original? Am I being fresh? Can I keep up? Um so yeah, I, I totally have confidence issues still. Money doesn't make that go away completely. Uh, I think it's always going to stay with you because we, I think because we care, right? I really care about showing up and being enough for people. And my confidence sometimes comes up and says, no, it's not enough. So I make sure that I practice what I preach in that I do my money work. I do my tapping. I, I do EFT um, not every day. I'm not perfect with it, but I do my EFT. I have coaching once a month where I talk through some of my issues, my confidence issues that come up. I see a kinesiologist. You know, I have quarterly sessions. I go to conferences and retreats and try and fill up my cup, but not in a perfect way. I'm just telling you that now. So if you're waiting to feel confident before you get started in business, you're just going to be waiting a long time because it's just, it's one of those things that is just part of being human, I think, is that you're never going to feel 100% confident every day. 
And, you know, sometimes I think, oh, yeah, I'm, I am good at what I do. <laughs> um, but I, I wouldn't say that I'm there every single day and I'm like, oh, I'm so good. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so good. Um, most of the time I'm like, oh, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> I'm okay. But I really, I really work on the liking myself because I think that's such a key to anything. Um, okay. The other thing that I uh, struggle with a bit is I feel overly responsible. I feel responsible for my clients. I feel responsible for my money boot campers. If you're in that group, I feel responsible for showing up all the time. I feel responsible for solving every problem of the world. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I try and keep myself abreast of what's happening in the world, in politics, not just in Australia, but what's happening in the UK, what's happening in the US, what's happening in Europe, um, what's happening around the world with natural disasters, what's happening with corruption around the world. And, um, and that can be very overwhelming because then I feel like I'm responsible for all the things. How can I help? Um, and that can, it can very easily start to feel overwhelming if you're that person where you feel responsible for the fate of the world you know and it, it for me it, it manifests in sleeplessness um, I can struggle to get to sleep sometimes because that period between you know 9 and 10 p.m 9 and midnight sometimes I start to think how can I solve that problem even if it's stuff that I can't really solve um yeah, so if you have someone who's got a big heart, you might really relate to that, that feeling of being responsible, overly responsible. It can make you feel paralyzed. It can make you not want to even, you know, do stuff in business. It can stop you from launching things. It can stop you from working with clients because you feel like you'll just go into those maybe codependent patterns or over-delivering patterns. And, um, you know, that can be really hard. So re remind yourself that it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to not be responsible for everything in the world. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. And I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Um, now, another one that I struggle with is comparisonitis. Comparisonitis. Because, you know, I've been uh, in the online space for quite a while. I, I did my first ebook in 2004. 2004 and it was called internet dating tips for men because I was internet dating and I felt like people sucked at it and I just wanted to help but um you know so I've been around the online space for quite a while and I do find myself comparing sometimes with people who have either had a big viral thing happen or they've felt like they've come out of nowhere or they're saying things in a fresh way or they've got fresh batteries sometimes and this happened a lot especially when I was having kids and I felt like um you know I remember with you know in those early couple of days after you have a baby and I was sitting there breastfeeding and I was just like everyone's in Paris having these beautiful photo shoots and then I was like everyone's doing this everyone's in the Maldives and it really just made me feel like a real loser and this was I was well in the multi-million dollar business by then, but I still felt like I had to compare myself to others. And I think that can really stop people even at the start of their business because they think, well, they're doing it better or they're dominating that space, so I can't talk about it. And this even goes out for anyone who talks about money and money mindset. You might think, well, I can't do it because Denise is doing it. Well, find your niche for it too. Find your um, spin on it. Find your uniqueness you know, and I'll, I'll give this as an example too, right? Um, you know, for babies, people who are like helping new mums as a business, 
there's always new mums. There's always new parents. There are always people who are struggling with that baby stage. But there's so many nuances that you can go into that. You know, it's like, well, support for new parents with ADHD, support with new parents with chronic illness, support for new parents during the pandemic. Like there's always something that's topical and new and fresh, but it has to come from you, right? And that that does help me sometimes to to go, hey, nobody can say it like I can, just stay in your lane. Sometimes though you have to protect yourself from that as in don't go looking, don't go you know, I, I did that recently. I went and looked at someone's like money mindset program and I was like, hmm, I can see where they've got some of those ideas from. And it made me feel crap because I was like, oh, okay. Um, but I was like, fine. They, they can do it in their own way. That's fine. I don't own that topic. But I, I just, you know, acknowledge that comparisonitis can be very paralyzing and it can feel, it can feel sucky because you always feel kind of less than. And then the last thing that I struggle with, which you might again go what is money mindset and money blocks and you go what Denise you teach that and it's like yeah I teach it because I understand I understand the struggle of it and you will not ever get to a place where you go ah I'm perfect everything's wonderful because there's always something new to learn about money there's always something um, that you can uncover about yourself about money and so the numbers might be different, but the feeling is the same. The feeling is the same. And this is if you're in my money boot camp, you will know this. We we talk about the same things over and over again because we're different, our business is different, and we see things in a slightly different way. And so I do as well. I always have to go back to those lessons of, well, I've earned all I can now. It's not allowed to be too easy. Oh, I'm not allowed to earn more money just by doing something I love. Um, and that's the same lesson again and again. That you're going to have to learn. It's the same thing that I had to deal with at the start of my business when I was charging, you know, $70 for a session. Um, and so it's an ongoing process. It really is an ongoing process. So some of these that you heard me say today in this podcast episode, you're like, oh, I had those too. I thought Denise was a bit fancier than that and perfect. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm just like you. And money is money. Money is not going to make you perfect ever, ever, ever. But it's totally safe for you to make money, even if you struggle with mindset issues like me. So hopefully that helps. Um, If you're new to my work, make sure that you come over and get on my newsletter list. It's at denisedt.com slash newsletter. um, Because I send out uh, a couple of times a week, I send out mindset um, lessons. And I'm never telling you that I'm perfect. I'm sharing this stuff because we're learning together. Okay, so make sure you're on my newsletter, denisedt.com slash newsletter to make sure that you're working on your money mindset and immersing yourself in this world because I've got a ton of resources to help you on it. Okay, my friend, um, one final break so I can have a little tea and um, I'll be right back with my final thought for today. Bye. Hi, I'm Eleanor and I live in Manchester in the UK. I've been setting up an advanced writers programme for young writers who need more than the national curriculum can offer for them. It has been such a terrifying process at times, but Denise's words of wisdom in her podcast and in her books has kept me going time after time. Get Rich, Lucky Bitch and Chill and Prosper have transformed my ideas about putting myself out there and about the economic space that I take up in the world. My word at the moment that I am relying on is the word pivot. 
I used to think of this just in association with Ross in Friends and the sofa incident, but now I'm thinking about it in terms of my business. The word pivot has given me the permission to change my mind, to restart when I've needed to, to be flexible, and it's helped me not to give up when I've encountered setbacks or failure. So thank you, Denise. So many words of wisdom, but pivot is the one that is keeping me going right now. I hope everybody goes out and buys these books straight away and get ready to have your life turned on its head in the best possible way. Okay, thank you um, for listening today. Please, again, you know, uh, rate, rate it on wherever you listen to it. It really helps. I would love to see Chill and Prosper go up the charts. Why not? Um, but my final thought for today is, again, about that perfectionism, feeling like everyone else has got it together and you don't. So this is a quote from a lady called April Bryan, and it says, perfectionism is a delusion that can rob one of a very successful, enriching life, if not careful. And isn't that just, wow, isn't that perfect? <laughs> perfect. Perfectionism is a delusion that can rob one of a very successful, enriching life if not careful, from April Bryan. So go forth and be imperfect today. You're allowed to make money even if you're imperfect. It's safe for you to be imperfect and make money. All right, beautiful. I will see you next week on another episode of Chill and Prosper. Go forth and prosper and I'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.